you okay over there? Want me to leave you alone for a few minutes? Just a couple. It won't take long. <laughs> Doing some weird shit over there with the uh, Renews It uh, air freshener there, buddy. Hey, man. You got to do what you got to do. And it's oh. actually Glade. Glade Renews It. It's all the same thing. No, Those... Glade, Glade smell better. Uh, whatever. It's all fucking... It's a dollar, man. It's all uh-huh. fake smelly shit. Of course, it smells a lot better than the fucking things that come out of your ass lately. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Are you sniffing my butt? I'm not sniffing your butt. You're shitting yourself over there, and I can smell it over here. You're crazy. Anyway, what's up, everybody? It's the Monkey Business uh, Podcast there. Where uh, we share too much information. Exactly. Well, you know. Uh, on the show today. Uh, actually, how are you doing today? Why do you care? Uh, that's a good point. Why do I care? Uh, happy birthday goes out to Andre Bonter. Who? Andre. <laughs> Is he European now? Mm, I'm Andre Bonta. He's from the foreign country of exactly. California. He's from the old country yeah. uh, of Happy Pump birthday. 5 and uh, for, formerly of the Poor Boys. Yeah. And uh, he's like, what, 72 now? I don't know. No, I love you, Andre. Yeah. Or sorry, Andre. Yeah, you make him sound like, I don't know, <laughs> one of the fucking World Cup players or something. <laughs> Bro! Go, go. Anyway, uh, yep. it's his birthday today. And if you're on Facebook, go hunt for hunt him down and wish him and his beard a uh, happy birthday. Yeah, I was just trying to put a post on the on the Facebook page, but you interrupted me by starting the show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Should I stop it? And maybe we'll do <laughs> yeah, it. Let me finish my damn post. We'll do it when it's more convenient for you. Sorry, we'll go to a commercial break. <laughs> oh, boy. On the show today, what we don't. What was that? I was going to say one of our many advertisers will be on. So <laughs> Shut <time>. your mouth. <laughs> uh, on the show today, we've got uh, some news about uh, a little Motley Crue, little Mike Monroe. Uh, we got some Jason Beeler, Skid Row. Oh, Jason Beeler. Yeah, he's going to actually be on the show today, isn't the he? The Baron. The Baron. Baron Von Bielski, the goat lord himself, will be on, the, uh, on this little program later on. Um, and uh, be sure you listen in for that. Uh, but right now... We got uh, Spread Eagle. They released a new tune, our buddy Spread Eagle. Yeah. How weird is that? Our buddies Spread Eagle. It's cool. Never thought I'd be like, hey, they're our pals. They are. Hey, uh, Ray, call Tommy. Uh, this is called Grand Slam. That's our new one. And what, What's um, it called? Grand, Grand Slam. <laughs> I said Grand Slam. <laughs> I did Grand This is not breakfast at Denny's, I did, man. I did say Grand Slam. I'm hungry. <laughs> Leave me alone. This is Grand Scam by Spread, <laughs> Spread Eagle.
I think uh, I think Denny's should pick up that song. I, I do as well. <laughs> Grand, sk- Grand Slam <laughs> you just can't with go. a side of ham. All right. Okay. I like it. <clears throat> All right. Let's let's uh yeah we need to have Denny's look into the uh the spread eagle market. I think it'll be pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, you should always spread eagle at Denny's. Anyway. It usually happens after 2 a.m., <laughs> oh, though. shut up. Uh, sadly, though, I've been to that Denny's. Uh, wait, it's pretty much That's any, all of them. It's any Denny's, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, Motley Crue is finally coming out with an audio bro- version of The Dirt. Yes. After how long? 20 years? Jesus Christ. The only way I would purchase it, because let's be honest, I'm not going to read a book because I'm horrible because I'll read probably a couple chapters and I'll put it down and I'll forget about it for a couple months and I'll be like, where, where, where was I? Do you, you When know? you're reading in silence, do you still mm-hmm. stumble over the words like you do when you're reading something off the do screen? Do you want me to uh, <laughs> throw my, my smelly shoe at you right now? Because I'll do that. Um, I no. Have a, I have a Glade air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, no, dummy, no. I just read the stuff. Come on. Uh, but the thing of it is, is my eyesight or something, it screws me. So I like... I, I, I can't read it, and it hurts, starts hurts my eyes, and then I fall asleep. Okay, because maybe you do need the audio book. So then. the audio book, I think, would be pretty awesome. Problem is, none of the guys, you know, I I could hear this book being narrated by Nikki Six. Yeah, but he's I, not. I, I thought that too. If but it were, it, yeah, it's just a couple of other people. Yeah, it's like people you've never heard of. Even if it was somebody, you know, it didn't have to be one of the band members, but somebody who was like in that somewhat in, yeah somewhat associated i mean even if it was like i mean believe me i don't want to hear however long this book is like four hours of uh ricky rackman reading it to me but somebody like him you know what i'm saying like somebody that was in some somebody that was like in the thing <laughs> what if it was ozzy <laughs> oh, and, and so, this is the part so where t- i snorted the ants so it'd be 10 hours yeah. instead of the four hour book as <laughs> it normally is but yeah i think that would be uh kind of crazy but um, I think that's the only way that they would really sell a lot of those is if they would have have uh, somebody from the band. Reading I don't know. It. Nikki put out an Instagram video of him at his house listening to it. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure he got a free copy, but well, I would hope so. <laughs> did you hear about them trying to sue uh, that TV show Reels? Yeah, I did read now, something about have that. Have you seen this show at all? No. Uh, they have a bunch of them. They have Breaking the Band with uh, the Eagles, Van Halen, uh, Guns and Roses, um, obviously uh, Motley Crue, Sonny and Cher was there as was in there as well. I watched the one with the Eagles. I watched the one with uh, Van Halen, and you know what it is? It's just people that are like critiquing the situation by by the history that was out, you know, in in yeah, the in the media. So it's like they have a psychologist there. They have a tour manager there. Oh, Jesus, they Christ. have you know, and that's who the really they're interviewing. But where where do you watch this? It's it's on a TV channel called Reels. Yeah, where do you see that? Uh, I've got it on Directv. I don't know. Oh, I never even heard of it before. Yeah, well, I never even heard of this show before. For reels. Before this thing. For Reels, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's not a horrible show. But the best thing about these shows is they end. Are the people that they cast to play the band? Oh, they actually. Oh yeah, they do, have they like reenactments. Yeah, oh, they have Jesus. reenactments and all that. And like for Eddie, <clears throat> like old <clears throat> school Eddie. Oh my god! I wish I could have. I wish I'd have taken a picture of it before I deleted it. Horrible. I mean, it's like picture me playing Eddie in a, in a reenactment. That's how horrible they are at oh, casting yeah, I'd, these things. I'd turn that shit off. <laughs> but I mean, it's we it's, just need a human being. Exactly. Here. Just get a guy that's got long hair, and there we go. 
And uh, that's that's pretty much all it is. But you know, sometimes they'll have like for the Van Halen one, they had Michael Anthony there, they had uh, Sammy Hagar there as well, um, interviewing them as well. But you know, nobody from the core band. But um, it, they're interesting shows. But oh wait, Michael Anthony was the core band. Okay, isn't that what you said? Nobody from the core band. All right, let me rephrase that. Nobody that was in the that's currently in the band. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. All right. Yeah. I'm just, I, all right. So I misspoke there. Right. It's not gonna be the not gonna be the last time. <laughs> but anyway, it's bad when you misspeak. <laughs> you misspoke. Misspeak my misspoke. Yeah. Shut your damn mouth, I'm man. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> but you're, um, you're gonna have all the keyboard pirates on here going. I, I don't know yeah, both of them. What do I care? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're complaining and they're so gonna sue them because they're getting the story all wrong and they're doing it without their permission but um they're not using their music in the thing they're just saying you know the band's name so you can't really be anything yeah i wouldn't even it's just kind of dumb to watch that yeah but the thing is it's interesting it's an interesting thing because there's there's some things in there just that you're just like that's totally wrong and well it's yeah. it's 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 kind of funny to make fun of it I there's guess, like a billion saying, you know? videos on youtube where like all these different people have watch the dirt and they're like critiquing it right go, oh here's the top 10 things that really did or didn't happen the dirt is not supposed to be a, a step-by-step historical thing right it's you it's, know it's, it's it's loosely based it's not a documentary stories. right it's a it's a movie it's not a documentary <laughs> one person that's not interested in seeing it whatsoever michael uh, monroe from hanoi rocks yeah, but which you know i, I can understand I, I that. Read that article yeah i can understand him not wanting to see it at all but but he yeah. just said that he was never really into Molly. It, it didn't have anything yeah, to do with if with they were the hanging out. Dying. If, if if they were hanging out and you know somebody from his band was in the movie, basically, well, you know, I mean, I could see him trying to trying to see it, see it, see if it was any true, nah. you know, see if there's any truthful. He can sit with Courtney Love and not watch it. <laughs> but right. he better be careful because she may kill him too. Well, she'll either be dead jail or uh, be enjoying rock and roll. Yeah, I see what you did there.
Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I didn't know that much about uh, Monroe whatsoever um, back in the day. Maryland? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Marilyn Monroe. No, uh, no I, I just remember seeing that big-ass picture of his face. Yeah, the, the album cover. Yeah, the album cover. Yeah. That, that's all I really remember about that album from back from back when it came yeah, out. It was pretty popular. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I guess I wasn't into the glammy stuff like that yet. Hmm. I don't know. I thought you were going to say you weren't really into men that much yet. Wow. No, that took a horrible turn as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you came up with that for. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> you know how people, um, how the rock stars, how they'll like, they'll have like they'll, their, their custom version of something and they'll tweak it a little bit and they'll sign it and auction it off for Are charity or something talking about like, like an instrument or something yeah yeah yeah. oh okay like a guitar or you know something along those lines drum head or something mm. um mickey d from motorhead yes did you see what happens what he's doing uh no he got with um he got this idea to to create something with this company and it's based on the stories of uh from the road and um they went ahead and they made something. They're going to auction it off a little bit later. And the company is um, Briggs & Stratton. Like the lawnmowers? Yeah. So there's a Motorhead lawnmower out there now. Really? That Mickey D created with these guys. And it's a riding lawnmower. And it the front of it has got like the, the classic Motorhead, you know, snarl with the horns and all that kind of stuff. It's got a chain wheel. He calls it the uh, the Orgasmatron. Um it's just weird that the people, the, the weird things that people come up with to, you know, to, to auction off. So anymore. it's like he wants to be I, different. I get that. But I can't help but try and visualize this thing. And now I have to ask, <clears throat> will they be making a scorpions version with a giant scorpion tail coming up from the ass end of the lawnmower? That would be pretty awesome because he does play for the scorpions right. as well. That would be awesome. Yeah. And have that, what, yeah. have that as your, like, as your, your, uh, that holds shade. the bag. The, or that, or yeah. Or holds the, yeah. <laughs> the, That'd be awesome. All right, Briggs and Stratton, we let's, better get a paycheck let's, here. Let's get on that. I like that, yeah. Uh, but it's just kind of crazy, the stuff that people come up with to uh, to make some yeah, extra cash. you know, I thought Marilyn Manson's dildo was like the top thing out there. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, not from a personal oh, use standpoint. Oh, okay. Jeez. So we're talking different Golly. things. Well, you never know. You never know. Um, so... As we mentioned a couple weeks ago, um, our buddy uh, Kurt from Steve Riley's L.A. Guns, um, they announced a July 12th Vegas show, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they announced another one now. They are now um, playing July 26th in Ohio with Rat. July 27th, uh, that's the that's the other one with uh, Dokken and D. Snyder. So we already mentioned that one too. Mm -hmm. So it's good, man. They're they're getting out there. They're doing more. More shows, good, and I love it because um, now we know somebody in LA Guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the other hand of the LA Guns, Tracy Guns, did you see this? He says we're probably doing as well financially as we were back in the early years of our success. I, for some, I don't believe that whatsoever. Uh, I mean, how? How is that well, possible? Here's the thing: you don't know how much they actually made because you don't know how much the record companies and management. Yeah, and video agents and this and that. You don't know who was in their pockets. Yeah, that I guess you know? that is true. That and is nowadays, true. you pretty much do everything yourself. 
So all that money's coming directly to you and maybe right. four or five other people. The yeah, majority th- of the money that right. you make is from merch and from playing the shows. Right. Um, you know, these guys are booking their own travel now. They don't, you know, maybe they have a manager, you know, like a road manager or whatever. Yeah, it could be that, that maybe Tracy is the manager yeah, at this point. It's you know? pretty rare these days. So, I mean, yeah, they're probably getting most of it. Yeah, so if there's any bands out there that want a booking manager just give us a call because <laughs> we'll handle it for you yeah, we're gonna handle it okay i mean we got we, we got, tried already yeah. don't you remember that when we did some research i did some research oh well you know Ugh. that's yeah that's a lot of work but it's you know. it it seems like it is a lot of work but um i don't know have you seen the new la the the new version of la guns i mean not the new version but uh tracy and phil back together have you have seen I, them have i seen them yeah. um like since they've gotten back together I'm trying to think, and my answer would be no. No? I saw them with Phil and with Steve and with Michael Grant mm-hmm. and whoever else was there. Did you go to the show that was in um, at a place called Venom? Yes. Is that the... That, that wasn't... Yes. Okay, so it was Phil back in the band. It was Phil. Not Tracy. Not Tracy. Okay. Yeah, and I, Michael Grant. I can't believe I missed that show. Yeah. Like right in your backyard. Yeah, it was too. But okay, so how did how does Phil sound these days? Anyway, I'm just cu- just curious because I haven't I haven't seen him in. I mean, okay, yeah. you know, he's, yeah, Phil still sounds pretty good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna diss the guy or anything, but yeah, it's he, fine. He still sounds like, pretty like good. Like we don't do that here. Come on. Well, yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> still Phil Phil still sounds pretty good. Hmm. You know, he he still sounds better than a lot of the other people that are still singing that that shouldn't be Joe Day. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, did I you're, say that? Out loud? You just said you're not going to bash, bash anybody. <laughs> I, I'm not, and I don't, was it a sneeze that you just did? Like, <clears throat> yeah. uh, just, hey. uh, I, I don't want to bash anybody, but being honest, right? Some people should just go. Hey, you know what? I had a good run. Not the same. Older. Maybe got some things going on. I mean, come on, Vince doesn't even sound that good. It sounds horrible. Let's be honest. Let's let's, let's so, call it let's call it truth where it's where it's at. Well, Vince sounds and that, horrible. And that's the thing. There's some guys who can still do it, and there's some guys who should just stop. And then there, then again, there are some guys that sounded bad-ish at, at the start, and years fast forward, they still sound bad-ish. But we all accept them, and we all love them. Case in point, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> he sounded weird and odd, ahead, you know, when he first started out. And he, let's be honest, he can't really sing. Yeah, no, no. You know, he he does great at what he does, but he's not a vocalist. The worst part, you know, what I'm saying, is it's ten times easier to understand him when he's singing than it yeah. is when he's talking. I want him to sing everything. Yeah, because that way you'll be able to understand. I can't even say it. Could you imagine him going through a drive-through? <laughs> no, big back. If he sang as a water, it would come out perfect. Perfect, that's true. <laughs> Did you know he's in a movie now? He's probably he's, he's coming up. He's yes, it he, was called The Dirt. <laughs> no, dummy. <laughs> he is. He's uh. He's coming up in an animated uh, uh Trolls sequel. Oh Christ! Yeah, he's going to be called King Thrash. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I just I can't picture how it's going to be oh they if they don't make fun of him i will be so upset like they should have him talk his part and then all the other trolls go what the fuck did that guy just say is he on drugs the guy sounds like ozzy osborne <laughs> well ozzy's character is a bad guy in the film and rock music is the bad 
you know, is the bad music. Oh, so. great. So this is a PMRC-based movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, other voices in that movie. It's going to be Mary J. Blige, which is uh, R&B. <laughs> right. uh, George Clinton's in it. Uh, who else? Kelly Clarkson. So, but, yeah. so George Clinton? George Clinton. Oh, he might be as hard to understand as Ozzy. Yeah, no kidding, right? That's all right. But, uh, yeah, so if, if you're into Ozzy in the cartoons, I guess, go see Trolls. I don't hey, know. Make my funk the P-Funk. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the George Clinton troll will live in Chocolate City. Ah. Wow. What? That's the, one of their songs. Wow. <laughs> don't wow at me like that was a racist comment. Chocolate City is one of their songs. All Jesus. Right. We're going to go to a song really I'm quick. A, I'm a Funkadelic fan, hey, you motherfucker. You're something, all right. Uh, speaking of L.A. Guns, Kiss My Love Goodbye from the Hollywood Vampires album.
that Hollywood Vampires album is really underrated and nobody talks about it nearly enough. I think it's a great album. You know what else it is? What's that? Out of print. Is it really? Oh yeah. Well, I thought it was still available out there for somewhere. a while. Well, you could still get it on Spotify. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, yeah, Spotify still has it. So, but it's a really good album. I love it. There's a good, a lot of good stuff on there. Where uh, would you? Where would you rank that in your favorite L.A. Guns songs? Songs or albums? No songs. songs? Like that particular song. That would, song? Would that be a top ten? Would it be? Uh, probably in the, be in the top ten. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell you, like you know, number six, man, solid number six. <laughs> You know, it's nothing like that. But um, I need to know exactly. Exactly. What yeah. It is. So, or I wouldn't ask the question. Yeah. Right. No, I, it's it's in the top ten, but I couldn't tell you where. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it would be in my top. Really? 10. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Filler to me. Really? Yeah. It was a single. Yeah. They got a video for it. And everything. Yeah, there's been tons of singles put out that I don't like. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Like every fan. Everything that I put online on the uh, Heart as a Rock radio station. You don't like any of my stuff, that's but that's bullshit. fine. That's fine. Bullshit. Hard as a rock radio. Let's talk dot about rocks. That. Let's talk. Do you about want that. to? Yeah, just for a second. All right, go ahead. Well, first of all, the web address to your direct link would be www.hardasarockradio.rocks. So go there. At that point, all you have to do is press the little triangle play button and wait for three or four seconds for it to load in, and then you're going to be in the mecca of great music. Mecca. Yeah. Nice. Why not? Why not? I'm using big words tonight. I like it. Well, it's not even that big of a word. But um <clears throat> and I'm actually working on a website for the for the station too. But anyway, what I was gonna say right, uh, talk before you <laughs> rudely interrupted me, you dickhead. Oh, well you stopped talking. So. Uh I was taking a breath, bitch. Mm -hmm. Uh anyway, we have This will be the last show, like, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> we are up to like eight hundred and forty ish likes, I wanna say. Or it's yeah no yeah. you're but you're you're about right it's somewhere it's, in it's that cranking for, for just I mean, out of nowhere yeah, yeah. We, we we've been up for four weeks now uh yeah it's been a little over a month yeah yeah and we're up to that that many we've had quite a number of listeners because we can track all that we know where you're listening from Ohio and and uh, I see you Illinois Illinois <laughs> yeah and uh, we ha we've got a lot of Europeans there's yeah. a lot of you Brits over there that are checking it out thank you some some from New Zealand too yeah, that's what I was getting at I just want to thank everybody for the support and hopefully Absolutely. everyone is enjoying it is because I, I don't ever stop listening to it like I told you via text the other night I'll fall asleep listening to it <laughs> and because we're you know moose and myself and Greg we analyze what plays so we know what sounds good and what's playing too much and what's this and what's that. I find myself not sleeping at night because I start to doze off and then a song comes on and go, oh, I haven't heard this one play yet. <laughs> or, oh, shit, I'm hearing this again. All right, we got to do something about that. Or, you know, it, it, it keeps me from sleeping, which is horseshit. Yeah, well, it keeps me from sleeping because I listen to it in the car as I'm working and I'm like, great, there's more work. I got to change this. I want to do this. And I come up with more ideas and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to get this but thing done. for it being a month in... I'm digging. Like if I if I wasn't a part of this, I'd be listening to it and be mm -hmm. like, "Hell yeah, these guys got it going on." Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I, like I, Jesse's mom. Okay. <laughs> or oh, Stacy's mom. Sorry. Yeah, that, just, or Kevin's mom. Full on Kevin's mom. Uh, okay. Soundgarden. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. But yeah, no. It's 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 got a lot more lot more bands to be added. Um. A lot of the bigger hits we still have to put in. We wanted to get some of the obscure stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, just to the, make sure that it was in there. Right. But you know we're gonna have your 
your big Ozzy tunes, your big uh, Motley Crue tunes, your big Def Leppard tunes, yeah. and then we're gonna have like the uh, wow, I've heard this tune a long time right. from Def Leppard, you know. Right. So you know, we'll have all that stuff in there, but um, just takes time because between the three of us having jobs, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's a lot of work, but it is worth it, especially yeah. when you see comments on Facebook of people going, yeah, hey, I haven't heard some of this stuff in a long time. I mean, mm -hmm. who plays Child's Play anymore? Who plays Babylon AD anymore? Who plays, you know, Jet Boy? Who plays, yep. you know, any of the other spread? Well, Spread Eagle spread still Eagle's gets out played, there, yeah. but... I you mean, know, Nevada you know, Beach, Hurricane Rock, Alice, yeah. Rock's uh, Gang, Rock's Gang, exactly. Roxy Blue is going to be added soon. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so. just a bunch of stuff. I mean, you know, if if it's obscure, if it's big, I can't believe that you didn't hide more extreme on there though. Oh, yeah. I will. Yeah. I will. Well, I'm about to I'm about to put it on there, yeah. but I just didn't. Re I didn't. I was like, where's the rest of it? Where's Porno no, Graffiti in there? It's not on there yet. All of it but, will be on there. But uh, yeah. So if there's anything that uh, we end up forgetting, let us know. Uh, you can get a hold of us on the Facebook page. Yep. Send a message. You know, if there's if you had a particular favorite song, you know, by anybody and you happen to not hear it, it may be on there and just hasn't rotated right, in. Right. You know, say you love a song from Vane that you haven't heard that may not be on the first album, it may be on the second, third, fourth, mm -hmm. or fifth. Send us a message. Be like, hey, you guys, this is the song I want to hear from so and so. Yeah, there was somebody that did that. Uh, I can't remember his name. I think it was Dave something. Uh, something from Helix. And I'm like, all right, I'll go put it on there right now. Yeah. yeah and I put it on there, and a couple hours later, it actually played. And he's yeah. like, dude, I just heard it. Thanks, man. Yeah, as long so. as it's within reason. I mean, don't get on there and go, hey, I want to hear fucking Black Dog from Led Zeppelin, because that doesn't really fit into what yeah. we're doing. It's got to be. Now, we do have a, a classics section on here. But they're not Somewhat. they're not going to play nearly as often right. as you would think. Right. So, you know, I mean, little toys in the attic. There's an ACDC tune that we have in there for the classics. There's a couple of Alex Cooper, uh, but we're we're gonna definitely put a lot more in there. I I hate to put any kind of restraint on it, but I would say if it was a band between '83 and '93, those were probably the big decade for the hair stuff. Squeeze it out to '92 at least. Well, yeah, 92, yeah. 93, because yeah. So, yeah. in there, that's when the grunge started taking over. Mm -hmm. We all know that, blah, blah, blah. But we're still playing new music from those same bands that were out in that era. Yeah. Every Mother's Nightmare, Tora Tora. Yep. You know, all the bands that are still back together, or still together, for that matter. Or and, not together. And that's it. That's enough <laughs> talking about that now. Well, somebody that you're not going to get new music from, Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. Read about that? Yeah, Unfortunately, Tom, Tom yes. Kiefer says it's, it's a situation that doesn't work anymore. So basically he put the uh, last nail in the coffin for Cinderella and they're not going to uh, ever have that reunion. It's but, really sad, though. But too. I wouldn't say never because... You I know, mean, the thing of it is, is, okay, you know, Jeff pretty much admitted that he felt like he was the cause because yeah. of his drinking. But if the guy knows he's got a drinking problem and he knows they're going to do shows... I'm sure there's enough people around that could be like, yo, man, do the show and then drink your face off. Mm. I'm sure it's easier for you to say that, though, because you don't have, you're not, you're, you know, not an alcoholic. How do you, you know? know? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure it's a lot, lot harder for him to handle his, himself that way. But, you know, because he flat out said, he's like, that's right. I'm still, I'm not sober and I don't see it in the near future. But, you know, who knows? But. 
It'd be, it would be nice. Shame. It'd be nice to have some new Cinderella because uh, I, I'm just not a big fan of the Tom Kiefer band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? they're, they're okay. He's got that really hot blonde in the band, though. Well, yeah, but, you know, visuals versus audio. Well, true. True, true. But it's always good having the, uh, but the originals. Again, even if Cinderella got back together, would Tom sound good? Probably not. He can't do that <laughs> anymore. But it's always good having the originals in the band, but uh, that's not going to happen for Skid Row. Uh, Sebastian Bach, as we know, put the thing out there to be like, hey, come on up anytime, anytime you guys want to jam for the 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stage is open anytime you guys want to come up. And Snake said, eh, eh, not going to happen. Survey says. Eh, eh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not going to happen. Nobody in the band wants to come do it. Yeah. The only person that, that took him up on the offer and said that he will do it is Rob. Uh, a Fuso? Is that how you say his name? I believe so, Fuso? Yeah. Rob Fuso. Original drummer um, who left and really hasn't been heard from. Yeah, I don't know if you know? he did. Um, he still looks exactly the same, though. And he said that he was going to take him up on that offer in one of the one of the shows. But I just don't see that it's going to be interesting whatsoever because who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? At that point, it's just still Sebastian Bach. But Skid Row, on the other hand, they're about done with their uh, their new album. Um, the third chapter and final chapter of the United World Rebellion. Yeah. So, um, produced by Michael Wagner. So let's let's hope for good things. Hey. That's it. Just uh, hey. just hey. <laughs> okay. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> awesome. That means I agree with you, and it's time to move on to something else. Hey. <clears throat> All right. Well, Jason Beeler's coming up here in a few minutes, and uh, there's no better way to start a Jason Beeler interview than to play Super Transatlantic. <laughs> that would have been a better choice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Nah, let's play some Saigon Kick featuring Jason Beeler from the Water album. Yeah. This is Water. Water.
All right, so we're going to welcome to the show right now um, a uh, Baron in, in his own right, a hand model, and a, um, uh, from what I understand, a uh, an amateur surgeon as well. You know, I do whatever it takes, gentlemen. It's a, it's a modern business we live in, and one has to be flexible in order to thrive. That's a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it. <laughs> How you been, Jason? I haven't seen you since the uh, since the cruise. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, everything's been awesome, man. I've uh, never been happier, which is a nauseatingly positive thing to say. Isn't it, though? Jeez. Um, well, myself <laughs> not enough people say that, though. Well, I, I, once again, I am breaking into new territory. As a cutting edge amateur surgeon. <laughs> All right. So you have a a ton of shows that you're that you're out on the road with that you're doing you're doing um, acoustic stuff and band stuff now. I mean, could you could you let me know about that? Because I know when I saw you here a couple uh, a couple of months ago, maybe it was last year. I don't know what it was at the attic. Uh, it was just you, and now I'm hearing band. I'm hearing a duo. What's what's going on with the whole tour these days? Yeah, I mean, uh, initially, I just, you know, I'm friends with a bunch of different guys that I respect a lot, like Butch Walker and uh, even Devin Townsend and guys like that. And I, I was like, you know, I'm just going to try to strip a lot of the stuff I have down just to me and a guitar. And, and it's kind of a really interesting test to see what songs are really made of. Um, and so uh, it, the concept just started out like that. And I started doing a bunch of shows and, and uh, you know, th- those went so well. And I just had such a blast doing them. Uh, and then at the same time, uh, I've been friends with Jeff Scott Soto forever. Um, who I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but he used to be sang for originally for Ingve. He sings in Trans Siberian Orchestra. He was in Journey for a while. He's in Sons of Apollo. Just in my opinion, one of the best singers around. And uh, so we decided to try to you know maybe expand that idea and do uh, a bunch of shows together, which we we started doing. Which turned into having some of our friends come out. Like we just played in New York. Uh, Couple weeks, couple maybe a month ago, and had Bumblefoot come out and play with us, and uh, another friend of mine named Andy Black Sugar, who's an amazing guitar player as well. Um, and then, so while that's been going on, I also wanted to kind of bring more of the guitar playing edge stuff back to what I was doing. So I started to put together a kind of a three piece concept. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's like tons and tons of stuff going on. So in, in all good ways. So who's in this three piece that you're bringing around? Initially, uh, I was going to work with uh, Kevin Scott, who is this amazing bass player. He plays with guys like Jimmy Herring, uh, who's in Widespread Panic, and uh, Wayne Krantz, and uh, you know, all the Fork is this band he's in. It's a pretty amazing, like kind of underground jazz scene stuff. Um, but his tour got extended, so I wound up using a couple of guys uh, from the Charlotte area um, for the first few shows here, and uh, they're amazing in their own right. And uh, we're just. Uh, getting it kicked off after our first show with that kind of lineup will be i think in a week or so july 5th i'm i'm looking at your schedule i'm 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 happy that we got the band going coming to uh tampa in october however i'm upset that jeff's not with you well you know he has this whole thing where trans-siberian orchestra goes out every year and makes him like two million dollars and he just refused to not do that and i was like <laughs> he's so selfish and self-centered it's all about the money isn't it that's a shame. Some people, there's just there's no integrity whatsoever. That's a shame. But I don't know. So it's really a schedule thing. We're trying to, you know, we've been trying to do more and more of this, and we will do more of it. Um, we're already looking into next year. I mean, it's been so much fun. We just, I just got back from Chicago. I don't even know what day it is anymore. A couple of days ago, we played a Friday or Saturday in Chicago, and, and it was sold out. And, you know, people are really enjoying it. And it's, it's just been, you know, I, I don't think you can get much uh, more lucky than. Uh, or happier than we've been in the last couple of months. So. 
Why don't you actually start, you know, like a, a full-fledged band with Jeff, or is that something you guys don't just don't want to cross the line? You figure they can do the, uh, you know, just a little I bit here and there. When you, uh, when you don't make plans, things turn out way better. Okay. Um, and I don't mean like you shouldn't have like a goal or do something. We, we, we're going to do as much music and as many things as we can together as naturally work. But I think sometimes, uh, especially in this day and age when you're like, let's do, you know, everybody's doing so many things and I have so much going on and um, it's much easier to just go, hey, let's do like this, let's do that, let's do this, and, you know, uh, and, and seize it as it comes. That makes sense. See, I didn't have a plan when we started out this this conversation either, so I'm hoping it I'm hoping it goes well <laughs> towards the end. Uh, <laughs> hey, I lived my whole life like that. <laughs> well, we've been trying to get you on this show in one one way or another for, well, geez, I think since the uh, the reunion shows yeah, back in the. It's um, been a while, yeah. I mean, I think I talked to you back at the in Orlando, during a, during oh, wow. the reunion shows. So I mean, that shows you how long ago that we've been. Eh, let's let's be honest. I've been dragging my feet a lot. But I'm fine. I'm I am glad that you got, that you're finally made some time for us here. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I'm not. I was going to say I'm not exactly that elusive that you couldn't get a hold of me in four years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I exchanged emails with you here and there, and you know we talked a bit on the uh, on the boat and and stuff like that. But it's just never been like okay, let's do it. Let's go do it. Come on, I'm yeah. I'm going to pound him until until he's until he says yes into his ambition. But um, I mean, we even sang a little backup during his set on the cruise. Uh, so I, I, if I'm if I'm hearing you guys right, it's it's all your fault. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It, it could. It be. probably is. Most right. things are my fault. <clears throat> we'll take the blame since you're having such a good time in your life right now. Anyway, how about that? Exactly. <laughs> don't don't uh, don't mess with my rainbow parade. <laughs> Speaking of gay pride, no. Um, <laughs> it's it seems as if there's some people uh, in in your in your past that's not having a, a great time right now though. Uh, according to Facebook posts, anyway. Are you trying to tell me that the internet has nonsensical, angry people? <laughs> no. Is, is that the point of this conversation? Is that where we're gonna go? It's it's just a question. I just I, I I'm a I'm a friend of a lot of people online, and I read some stuff. You know. I uh, I can't even begin to fathom what affects other people, or what makes them do what they do, or why they are. You know, in their dark little rooms, taking mm-hmm. hateful things. My, my my advice to anybody, both on a personal uh, orbit level and uh, people I don't even know, is do what you do, man. Go out there and you know, shut up and do something. And if you're so great, things will work out. And otherwise, keep working until you get great. The rest is irrelevant. I mean, for me to sit there and talk about somebody or rag on somebody, or yeah. I got enough to worry about making my life good and my music career go the way I want it to go and do the things and except the challenges become better as a player. That's where my head's at. And if you get bogged down in that stuff, it's just like, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, and and, and that's, I just want to make it clear, that's not why, you know, we finally got you on the show here now is no, because of these things. I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. If I was starting shit, I'd have Phil on the other line. Hey, Phil, you know, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I, you know, I got nothing against any of those guys. I mean, you know, like it is what it is. I mean, you know, the bottom line is, I think it was kind of cool that we were able to not uh, kill each other during the reunion. Yeah. Uh, dates um, kind of went through that, and I just, I just, you know, it, I just, it's unfortunate, but I think everyone's got their own agenda and their own demons, and yeah, I and, am, uh, you know, like I said it's, just, it's not such. I wish it was like this really unique, never before heard of story. Band, you know, from way back uh, has members in it that hate each other. 
Um, it's, it's just so typical that it almost disappoints my intellect because I feel like I should be doing something a little bit more inventive. I give you that. I'll give you that. I mean, you know, and and nobody's really going to know the truth of what really went on with with you guys, except for you guys. And no, you no, know, no, what I say is true. <laughs> well, I mean, there's going to be four different versions of it. Absolutely. Anyway, or well, maybe five, five or six. But mine is mine is the right one. Yours is the right one. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, I, I agree with what you said. I mean, you can only worry about you and make yourself better and do what you got to do. And after seeing you on the cruise and a couple of times in the past, I mean. Buddy, you're still on your game. You're still playing at a at a high level. Your vocals are have not faded one bit. And, you know, I'm not so sure everybody can say that. But I'm saying it for you so you don't have well, to. I, mean, I, I that's awesome. And you know, that's where my head's at, man. I mean, I got guys that I I'm in awe of as musicians. And every time, you know, regardless of the fact that we are slightly getting older, I like to say, um, you know, the great thing about music is I can keep excelling. That's where my hockey playing is not exactly getting better and better every year. But um, music, I feel like I'm learning something new all the time. I'm discovering new music all the time. I'm around guys of all different ages and genres that are inspiring the, the, the shit out of me to the point where I'm just like, I feel like I've, I felt, I never felt closer or more into music than I do now. And that is such a positive, cool thing. Um, that I, it's causing this like where I just can't stop. I mean, I'm constantly writing, constantly playing, constantly doing cool stuff. And as that kind of keeps rolling, it, it's like it becomes this self-fulfilling thing where all of a sudden, oh my God, there's a bunch more gigs and there's a bunch more cool stuff happening. And then, you know, meeting new people and getting in contact, you know, jamming with Bumblefoot, all these kind of cool things where it's just, it's, you know, I'm not changing anything. Everything, everything's going so cool and so positively that, uh, you know, I'm not one of those spiritual guys, but it's uh, the karma wheel is rolling, and I do not intend on getting off this train anytime soon. Yeah, we're obviously very happy for you because you know, both Ken and myself, we've been following you for years. You know, since since the uh, since the first single from back in the day when '98 played it here in Tampa. So, uh, you know, we're we've we've been on the journey with you, just not making as much money as you are. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what Puffy, you know what Puffy says. Yeah, right. This is a good point. Now, what do you have like ninety songs for the on uh, on your Bandcamp these days with the outstretching account? Uh, hundred and sixty. Hundred and sixty. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. What do you do? All right, like within the last uh, four years, or three years. Actually. What do you do? Like write four, four songs a day? You know, it's one of the, the kind of concepts of that was just really to um, I wanted to strip away because I've always spent a lot of time producing and working with some amazing bands like Nonpoint, Skindred and all those guys mm -hmm. um, and spending so much time in the studio you know and owning the studio it was so funny that like, I never got to use the studio to do what I wanted to do um, so having this opportunity to have it here and for me now and shut the actual public portion of it down um, I just wanted to kind of almost like improvisationally write and do it very selfishly was the initial concept it wasn't even so much about releasing it or selling anything it was that I, I just wanted to be able to like Within 24 hours from when I wrote it, I wanted to put it up. And Bandcamp was the perfect place to do that. And um, I didn't want to spend like three weeks on a snare sound or, you know, all oh, the reverb on this. I just wanted to keep sharpening the tools as a writer um, and move on and keep going forward. Because that, that's the way you get better, right. I think. Um, or at least that's the way I get better. Um, and it's just become so great because I'm also really interested in that instantaneous, like the fact that I upload something at whatever time and then 15 minutes later you know a kid in japan is going dude i dig that track 
that's so cool. I mean, that's one of the great things about, I think, the way things did change. Um, and sure enough, like without any real, you know, commercial intent, it's kind of taken on a life of its own. I mean, I can't believe how many people have, you know, been on that site. I mean, I want to say we're on Bandcamp, which is like not Spotify or Apple by any means. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm at like 200,000 spins. Jeez. Oh, um, and it's, you know, it's become its own little like subculture, which is amazing. Well, I think the fact that you have so many different uh, types of tunes on there doesn't doesn't hurt your doesn't doesn't hurt it either. You know, like you'll have a nice yeah. a nice uh, <clears throat> mellow cover of Wonderwall, which I love, by the way. Oh yeah. And then then you'll yeah. go back into a shredding tune, and then you got "fuck you, it's Christmas," you know, right right behind <laughs> it. So, you know, it's like you got a little bit of little bit for everybody in there. Uh, you know, the uh, it's kind of like the uh, I score my own mental illness kind of way I look at it. You know, it, it's so bipolar, but. I mean, that's what I think, even going back to the early Saigon Kick stuff, I mean, I think that's what it was about, was I'm just a music fan. Like, uh, you know, I love everything. So whether it's Gojira or Barry Manilow, I mean, I don't care. Yeah. A good song is a good song. A you, great musician is a great musician. You've kind of always been that way, where you're just kind of, because like when Water came out, that was way different from the first two records. But it was still really cool. Like that cover of Space Oddity on there is one of my favorite songs. Oh, thanks, man. I mean, it, it's, you. you know, and then the, the synthesizers or whatever in the song Water. I mean, back then when that came out, people were probably like, whoa, what is, what's going on here? But it's great. It's great stuff. Well, I, I, thanks, man. I mean, I, th- I think the, 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 for the same reason that it probably didn't really, you know, have a massive commercial appeal at the time, it would have been a smarter career move to just kind of redo what had worked on The Lizard or something like that. Um, but because of, I think because of those chances we took, it, it, it kind of has given these things kind of like a secondary life now. So it's like so amazing running into different people, like, like you know, bringing up Devin Townsend. Like I had no idea where the Saigon Kick fan or Corey Taylor or, you know, um, Chris from Five Finger Death Punch or, you know, hearing all these like positive things about these records of kind of like, you know, taking on a life uh, uh, or PED from Rob Zombie's band. It's just such a cool thing that's happening because I think, they're not so stamped into a time. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that either. But I think it's kind of, it's, for me, it's been kind of fun because I think the songs have kind of, you know, you could almost release some of them now and it would be sound like it was supposed to be here now. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely understand that. Um, what, um, I'm going to have to edit that part because I forgot my, my train of thought right there. Dude, I cannot handle this not-professional stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe I won't edit it then. <laughs> not-professional, that's all I know. Come on. <laughs> Regroup, deep breath. Come on. Yeah, I know. Let's, let's do this. So, okay, so you're not going to keep this band a band, I'm assuming, right? The, the band that you have on tour with you. So what... Is it always just going to be uh, Jason, or is it going to be uh, Jason and the so and sos? Um, I mean, do, I have no do, idea what I'm doing. So, so you really okay? I, well, I know you said you didn't have an idea up until the time that it happens, but I didn't know if that was something like you know, like a long term plan, like you're going to do another band. My long term goal is to make as much music as possible with the best musicians. And almost more importantly, the best people I can be around. Uh, life is just too short for anything else for me. So whatever that shape becomes, um, whatever feels really good in the moment, whoever you know 
is a positive force to be around, is a great musician and brings stuff to the table. Um, I'm open to all that kind of stuff. Somebody uh, came to you and, and wanted you to join their band. Is that something you you would entertain, or would it depend on the players? It would depend on the situation. I mean, I, I wouldn't be against it. Um, yeah, nothing off the top of my head. Um, like, I'm not gunning for like you know. Oh, it would be so amazing if I could just get that gig for Pink or whatever. Uh, but I don't even know that you know. I would. I mean, I, I wouldn't even know what to think about it until I actually sat down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Would that be cool? It worked out for Nuno with the uh, oh, Rihanna. He, he has not done. He has not done bad from that. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Uh, speaking of that, the the extreme camp. Will there ever be another trans? Uh, not Trans Siberian. Uh, Super Transatlantic record. Um, Pat and I joke about it all the time. Um, and I just saw those guys on the cruise. Actually, we were all hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, I we, I don't think we have any intention of doing it. Um. But we, I mean, not in, in, in that sense. But I mean, I would love to work with Pat again. We talked about doing, you know, getting together for shows. We even toyed with doing something on the cruise at some point. You know, um, you know, the reunion of a, of a lifetime. I'm sure there's millions <laughs> of people around the world that just can't wait to have a. You know, it's almost as big as the Stones final tour. I think. Hey, you don't we'll know, man. Trans- <laughs> we'll be the Super Transatlantic reunion. I don't know, man. I I, I would like it. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Okay, so we're close. We're only- yeah. I'm mildly interested, so <laughs> I'm mildly it's a interested. Luke, it's a lukewarm sport. <laughs> that's not like I'm gonna buy a shirt, but that's like if it's a discounted group on ticket and it's a decent night and all I can do. Exactly. <laughs> I See might, I might catch two songs. Jason, you know me. So <laughs> Um Yeah, we actually have we have the entire SDA album on our little uh, uh on our online radio station as well. The entire thing. Oh, and nice. I'll tell you more about that at a later time. But you got anything else there? They're a tough guy. Me? <laughs> no, the other tough guy over here. <laughs> oh, you, you want me to interview you guys? <laughs> All right, go right ahead, Jason. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> uh, I do apologize for the um, uh, unprofessionalism of my uh, of my questions for the for this day. I, uh, I, I just want to make sure because I am a uh, I'm a world class sarcastic athlete, and I want to make sure you do realize. Oh, absolutely! I'm totally joking. Absolutely. Not that. Okay, because that's one of those famous like things that happens. Like you know, yeah. You know, I can't believe he called me unprofessional. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Yeah, no. If you if you ever hear the show, you'll be like, yeah, they know, they know they're yeah. unprofessional. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You should hear the stuff we call each other. Want to make sure? Yeah. No. I, 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 I can I can create hate on the drop of a dime, gentlemen. You don't understand. All right. All I know <laughs> is we're gonna have to brush up on our sarcasm before October eighteenth. Yes, yes, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a <laughs> so, great yeah, weekend. I'm actually doing a guitar clinic uh, the day before. At, is it Replay Guitar Exchange? That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's gonna be, I'm looking forward to that too. So. Yeah, I'll have right. to write that one down. Maybe yeah. we could stalk you there too. Or, I mean, see you there too. Hey, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason. Uh, like again, like I said, I I do apologize for the uh, the, the the. I was very unprofessional. You apologize again. This is getting unprofessional. <laughs> oh no no no! I know. I that's me. I mean, I'm I'm knocking into the mic right here, left and right. I'm. Uh, it's just been a bad, very bad bad week, and this came at a yeah. very bad time. I think you might be drunk. I, you think so? It'd be yeah. uh, maybe it'd be better. Maybe, maybe this would go a lot better for me. Um, but anyway, Jason, I I appreciate you taking the time out. I appreciate you guys taking the time to talk. And, uh, and again, thanks for all the support and kind words and stuff like that. Uh, 
all joking aside, it's, it's you know it means a lot and it's awesome and um, I appreciate it. So. No problem, man. We love you. <laughs> Unprofessional people. I can't, That's right. You know, can't say enough right. positive things about it. <clears throat> now you have to write a new Al stretching tune called Un- Unprofessional Bastards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> by by Trans Siberian Orchestra. Hey, we'll yeah, take there it. There you go. <laughs> all right, Jay. I appreciate you, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, guys. Thanks very much. You know, I really love Jason, but I'm so sad and mad at myself, really, that that it just went as not as bad as it did but just not as good as it could have been that interview well <laughs> you know what i'm saying i i think we both were kind of a little uneasy when you brought up the whole saigon kick situation well, you have you to you have to no, though you, yeah and and he knows that and we know that and you know anybody who's listening to this probably is curious about the same thing but it it's almost like when like maybe your your brother or your sister like some of your siblings are fighting with each other and you don't not love one more than the other and you just want them to get along because they're family yeah and that's almost how it kind of feels with the whole saigon kick thing like you would love for them to just get along again and hell just do another record but we all know that that's probably not going to happen but I don't know. It's just weird. Kind of like when you see, you know, Ray and Rob and everybody still talk with Tommy, you know, even though Tommy hasn't been in the band for a long time. Spread Eagle. Spread Eagle. Right, right. But they're all still like buddies, you know, they they still talk and everything is still cool. We assume they still talk. Well, yeah. Because if Ray's calling. We don't know know. if Ray's called yet on that Sunday. (laughs) We'll find out. (laughs) We'll we'll find out eventually. But yeah, you know, I, I think that's what it is. And and it really is a bummer that that it's it's gotten to this point where, because if I if I remember reading correctly, Phil was even talking about making some sort of documentary or a movie yeah, you know, or a I, film. Or, I was looking for the post that Phil made, but I don't see it. So maybe he took it down. But he was he was like, I'm gonna let it all come out. I'm going to say, you know, he he was just oh. For those of you that don't know, uh, Phil Verone, original drummer of Saigon Kick. Uh, had posted some stuff on Facebook and it was basically him saying, okay, he's done with touring and he's done with everything, but he's going to write. And what he's going to write about is crazy, crazy stuff that happened in the band. And he's going to uh, let all of the uh, badness come out. He's going to let everybody know who was who and who was a backstabber and who was this and who was that. And I mean, it was just a crazy, crazy nutty post. And then, like, what, a month later, Matt Kramer, the singer from Saigon Kick originally, he did pretty much the same thing. Well, actually, no, this was like four days ago that he did his. Well, yeah, but Phil's was was more recent than a month ago. Was it? Oh, yeah. It was because even Tom, who was the original bass player, he had chimed in a couple of times. Mm -hmm. He chimes in on everything. Well, he does. He does. (laughs) Love you, Tom. Um, but yeah, no. So, so okay. So yeah, maybe it was like a week or two then. Yeah. Like I said, but it's just, it's just, it, it's, it kind of pains you a little bit. It does because you want all of them, you want the originals back together. Right. You know, the it, yeah, it's, it's exactly like that. But um, I don't know. It's kind of like, I mean, if you grew up in Florida, you always rooted for the bands that were in Florida. You're like, yeah, I want these guys to make it. I want them to. You know, fuck L.A. They're not the only place that has great music. 
blah blah blah. So you rooted for for bands like that, mm-hmm. and you know it was almost like the your your kids in your neighborhood that you'd go out riding your bikes with, you know. And once you get older, you talk every now and I don't know. It's just weird. It's like you know the Saigon Kick guys were like the kids in your neighborhood that you went and rode bikes with. Except they were the cooler ones that had better bikes and stuff yeah, like that, and yeah. much better hair, all had <laughs> talent, you know that kind of stuff. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, it's like like I posted on one one of their things. It's like you know they've all been and like I said to Jason a little bit ago. You know, all of them's been cool to me. All four of them, five of them, with yeah. you know, including with Chris, Chris right? Yeah. Chris with learning. Um, you know, they've all been really cool, and um, you know, I got nothing bad to say about any of them, but it just sucks that shit happened and you know we're never going to know the truth do we do we deserve to know the truth not really because it's you know it's their band it's what that happens there and you know we're yeah. we're, we're never really going to know the truth of it and that's and thing. that's fine any one of them could have an opinion based on the facts that they're aware of mm-hmm. you know so everything could be skewed yeah so so who knows but, but anyway in the meanwhile I yeah i just knew i had to kind of bring it up and see what he said yeah you just don't want jason going you fucking bastard mm-hmm. i know you're sitting at table six at my tampa show i'm gonna throw stuff at you <laughs> <laughs> i'll get you kicked out you'll, <laughs> you'll be followed home but anyway well that being said i would like to um introduce you to one of the uh the band camp tunes from jason oh um this one, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Do you want to do a a, a a remake of One Step Closer from the uh, Water album? Mm. Or uh, a new one called Weaponize Your Sex? I don't think One Step Closer was on Water, was it? Was it I don't know. Was it? Uh, yeah, it was, too. Oh, come on. You're going to make me go type and typey? No, no. Nope, I'm going to go typey no. typey right now. No. One well, step all I Closer. what I do know yes. is that it's too early in the year to play "Fuck You." It's Christmas. This is true, but we will bring that out in December. Yes, because that is an awesome tune. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, he still plays that in March and stuff like that too. So, oh yeah, because yeah. he did it on the. Didn't he do a little snippet of it on the boat? I believe during his set. Yeah, I believe. Hopefully, we'll get to see that Nibor in October because that be will awesome. be close enough. That will be. That's close enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, hell, they start selling Christmas shit in August. This is true. I think I think Hobby Lobby has it out now. Um, anyway, but yes, that was on the Water album, One Step Closer. Oh, okay. But uh, since this one is a is a little bit shorter, let's play uh, Weaponize Your Sex because it's a new tune as well. So it wep- sounds uh, dangerous, mm, doesn't it? Though Ooh. Weaponize Your Sex by Jason Beeler. <laughs> <laughs>
tell me all that at the very end there you couldn't have just put um oh mickey you're so fine you're so fine <laughs> that's all i could hear when he's doing that yeah oh a mickey of, a lot of, yes. of pick sliding yeah that, that's that's all i could hear is mickey sad huh you're weird i know um well something that we started what last week or week before I don't even remember. We didn't do a show last week. We didn't do a lot. That's right. So the so week before, ago. we introduced you to electronic. Electric Revolution. Electric, I can't remember anything anymore. Sorry, Billy. Billy's a drummer of Electric mm-hmm. Revolution. He's got no change in his pocket. <laughs> because he's got a hole in his pocket. In his pocket. <laughs> I still love that lyric. <laughs> that is funny. I'll be walking around work singing that to myself. Yes. Go check out Electric Revolution. I electric got a hole in my shoe and no change in my pocket. Because, because there's, there's a, a hole, hole in, in my, my pocket, pocket too. Yes. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> I love it, man. Um. So yeah. So so we we're doing like an unsigned band type of thing, and um, last week we did last time last show we mm. did Electric Revolution. This week we're going to focus on a band called Voodoo Thirteen. Now, these guys, we kind of know one of them indirectly, I guess, right? Uh, indirectly we know him we've we've chatted with him here and yeah, there i've talked to him on the phone oh did you really oh yeah a couple of times oh, i didn't know that yeah um the singer of this band is who we're talking about uh he just goes by blevins here in the band apparently okay just blevins uh chris blevins is his name he mm-hmm. has a uh, show on uh one of the other rock, uh yeah rock radio uh, <laughs> he has a show out there and um he decided that he's going to put together a band, and I figured, why not? You know, he's an unsigned band. I'll, uh, you know, I'll bite at his music. I'll see what I'll see what it's like. Um, independent. Uh, he says this is this is his about on uh, on Facebook. It says we have found something special here, and with this release, we prove that rock and roll is alive and breathing and on its way back to the forefront of the music industry once again. Mm. That's it. So it really says nothing about the band itself, what type, you know, what kind of uh, comparisons they can make. Uh, it does, however, say who they like, which doesn't really mean anything. However, they do like themselves, apparently. Because <laughs> well, it well, doesn't. No, no, because no, I let me let me explain why. Uh, under interests, it says artists we also like. And then they have the list, and the list is Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. ACDC, mm-hmm. good start, right? The basics, yeah. Motorhead, okay. Black Sabbath, more mm-hmm. of the basics. Uh, Junkyard, love them. Okay. Kiss, Faster Pussycat, Motley Crue, LA Guns, mm-hmm. Candlebox. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with Candlebox. Not a band that I would put with them, with the, with the, uh, the prior list. Uh, Rival Sons, same thing. Have you ever looked at my list of musical influences? Um but this is that doesn't mean that when you say musical influences for the music you're making is a different thing mm, i don't know but i just don't see candlebox fitting in kind of with the, with the rest of the bands uh, it's just me uh rival sons um and then v13 which is them so they like themselves and put themselves in with the same in with the list yes um and many many more it says uh personal interest however is sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Oh, so well, that goes without uh, saying. <laughs> so um, I have heard this song once before. You have not heard this song. I've heard a snippet. That was that that's was it? Just it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to play this song. It's called "So Come On." And um, so come on, play so it. So come on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is "So Come On" by Voodoo Thirteen. 
Okay, so two things I've I would I would like to mention about this. Number one, mm. um, I didn't realize that Blevins was the singer when I first heard this. Mm. He's not bad mm. at all. I wouldn't think that he sings like this from hearing his show. To me, I don't know. I just I, I hearing this, I wouldn't think that that it's the same guy. Well, it shouldn't be too much and that's of a good. stretch because we just talked about Ozzy Osbourne and he doesn't <laughs> a good speak and that. sing no, no. the same way either. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But I was like, oh, really? Awesome. Good for you, man. Well, um, and the second thing that I that I noticed, which I know you're going to you're going to say right off the bat, too. Uh, very 60s. Uh, I was going to say Dick Dale. Surf rock. Yes. Yes, it's I can very, see that as well. It's very Dick Dale surf rock. Like the, even the, the guitar solo has got that that 60s surf mm-hmm. rock kind of feel to it. Right. Uh, I will give them, I will give them props on writing a song that the first time you hear it, you can sing along with it. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's very simple. Right. Right. And, and <clears throat> everybody, you know, if you're seeing them perform live, it would be very easy to come on. Come on. Yeah. See? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah so, I mean, it's right. very smart. But uh, the, the one thing I, I I will say is the guitar solo towards the end, mm. um, it's got to come out more. It, oh, it, it, it was like buried in production wise. Yeah, you mean it was it was it okay. seemed like it was buried, and <clears throat> you know the, the the drum and bass line that that went over it at the same time. Yeah, they needed you know I think of course it's not my song. I've never written a song before in my life, but um, well actually I have, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was called Florida My Florida. <laughs> I remember. You remember that one? Yeah. Oh god. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, we'll get into that one later. I'm gonna buy um <laughs> But um yeah, I mean to me it just seems like, you know, the, the, that the rhythm section at that point would do something else to lower themselves or something like that to uh let the guitar uh, shine a little bit more. Well, I mean, you can do that. And you can do it, that. Yeah, but it's just like I'm guessing the same thing over and over. Probably so. did it themselves with oh, either yeah, yeah, pro yeah. tools or mixcraft or whatever one of those things you use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, when when Tie Fighter recorded their songs, we did it all right here. Mm-hmm. We did everything here. I mean, we we <laughs> We set up a vocal booth in my walk-in closet in my bedroom. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, because all of my clothes in there kind of deadened. Muffled the it, yeah. yeah. It, it kind of worked. Yeah, that's but, cool. Yeah, it just depends. A lot of that, when you're using your own software at home, it uh-huh. depends on what you're listening back to it on, um, how familiar you are with the software, mm-hmm. uh, and how much time you really want to spend. Put into it, yeah. Man, yeah. I tell you what, there was a couple of songs where we were just at it for hours because we couldn't get it to where we were all like, yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough. I hear you. It's tough. It's like being married to three different people because everybody's got to get along. I don't know, man. I got to tell you, when I did when I did my song, it came out right the first time. Oh, I bet. On that <laughs> single cassette old school push play and record at the same time yep, that's button. the one yeah. that's the one <laughs> but yeah all righty well good, good job blevins and, yeah and v13 v13 from v13, ohio yeah. ohio and um where else to say oh, i just said since in ohio okay uh so yeah facebook v13 official is uh if you want to check them out a little bit more you can do that there good job blevins good job um and I gave them a little crap for their logo. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> kind of funny, you know. Yeah. It's, it's just just a little poking fun. Little yeah, little no, jokes. that's that's all it is. All jokes. Yeah, their their logo. It, it, all it needs is a cross behind them and um, some intricate little uh, little P 
pinstriping and then uh they got you know you got the uh the appetite for destruction album yeah it's kind of so. the little the little skull guys yeah. little thievery but it's all right i'll allow it okay <laughs> hell so all right so again good job levens and um unfortunately that's the end of the show for today um not quite did you hear that all of a sudden i turned yeah, uh, i turned new york yeah uh, it's a, it's the end of the show for today <laughs> just out of nowhere so i don't know where that comes from <coughs> Anyway, been talking Ray too much. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, um, like to thank Jason and apologize to Jason at the same time for uh, for the interview today, and uh, Mr. Jason Beeler, and you can go check him out and um, in all of the places that he's playing that I don't have in front of me. I deleted it apparently. Yeah. Well, if you're but in he's the Tampa all market, I think it's August 18th he's in um, Tampa. Yeah, it's October 18th. Oh, October 18th. Uh, at bad. the Attic in uh in Ebor City and then there's um a date right after that that's down at south funky and, biscuit. at the Funky Biscuit. Yeah. So, uh yeah, go see Jason there and um tell him you hear you, you tell you him you heard it. Tell him you heard it here. Tell him you heard it here on the show and uh, that we were horrible interviewers and, you know, he'll agree with you and maybe give you a cookie or something. I don't know. Yes. So let's take our unprofessional asses out of here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next week on the show, we will probably have another member of Saigon Kick. What? How does that happen? That's weird. Two members of the same band? Two different <laughs> weeks? How does that happen? Well, we may have Tommy Gallo, too. Yeah. We can do that. That's fine. Whoop see whoop. how see how Tommy's been. <laughs> yeah. Um and you know, we'll we'll well, I'm going to let you know who the uh who the member is, who the second member is of uh, of Saigon. I said member of Saigon Kick. Um this but, turned into penthouse form. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> A second member entered the room. <laughs> oh. All right. Listen, we we we're done. I'm done. I'm done with this show. Forget it. I'm done. Play the song. Let's leave. All right. We're going to play a song by a band called the defiance who's the defiance the well uh, paul lane i don't know him uh he sang for danger danger at one point oh really yeah okay. and then bruno ravel oh from danger danger yes. as well i see so this is a three-piece band although i'm not really sure who plays drums for them maybe so. the drummer from danger danger well steve west would make <laughs> sense but i don't think that he's a part of it i don't All know right. who cares know. who cares just, just check it. out the song and this then, is uh, their new there. song from their new album that will be coming out soon. I don't have an exact date, You'd but never have you got Google. Date. Anyway, this song Google is that called bitch. Fallen For You. Oh, it's so sweet. Yeah, never. See ya. See ya.
Bye.